Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Today on the show, let's jazz it up for a change. When you think about freedom, justice, and hope, what comes to mind? We're going to guess that you probably don't think of jazz. But this weekend, the Symphony Center Presents Jazz Series hopes to convey the meaning of those principles through music and words. The series will feature an immersive concert on Saturday at the Symphony Center with the Jazz at Lincoln Center Orchestra. Joining us now to discuss is award-winning musician Wynton Marcellus. He's the co-founder and managing and artistic director of the orchestra. Hi, Wynton. Welcome to Reset. All right. How are you doing? Also with us is Brian Stevenson, founder and executive director of the Equal Justice Initiative, a human rights organization in Montgomery, Alabama. He will be a special guest for the performance. Brian, great to have you with us. It's great to be with you. Brian, the title of the concert is Freedom, Justice, and Hope. What do those words mean to you? Well, I think Winton's music has powerfully connected the struggle for justice, the struggle for freedom, the aspirations of people who have been oppressed. Um, It's what has shaped so much of the beauty of American music and blues and jazz and, you know, his idea to kind of bring the words around that history with some of this extraordinary music is very affirming. I just think you can't actually understand jazz. You can't understand the spirit of these great artists without understanding this quest, this struggle for freedom, this struggle for justice, and the hope that sustains and endures so many of us. What about you, Winton? When you think of freedom, (laughs) justice, and hope, what comes to mind? I love hearing Brian speak about it. He is the embodiment of it. I think freedom is the thing that's granted in the Constitution. It's it's an idea and it's a belief. And it's also a human struggle. Justice is what it takes for us to make sure that, that we accept the responsibilities that come with other people's freedom. We all agree on the need for our personal freedom. But when it comes to others, how do we feel? So justice is what's required to enforce what we have to do. And then hope is what, what is equivalent to the blues and jazz. It's many times things don't work out because to balance that equation is very, very difficult. And the hope is what allows us to go out on that ledge and plant that flag every day. And I know, no one embodies that more than Brian does. Well, Winton, this uh, performance combines familiar classics and newly commissioned works. So let's, let's break that down. Let's talk first about some of the jazz legends whose work will be featured? Well, we have John Coltrane, Alabama's famous piece that he wrote after the, the bombing in, in Birmingham that killed the little girls. Then we have uh, Charles Mingus' Meditations on Integration. Charles Mingus was at the forefront of the jazz jazz musicians who talked about uh, civil rights in that time. And then we have Sonny Rollins' Great Freedom Suite from 1958. He was denied. Uh, he would rent an apartment to him, so he wrote the piece. Mm-hmm. He wrote this this piece, and we're going to play the first movement of that. Then those are some of the pieces. And the, the, the new pieces, well, we, we're just talking about the legends right now, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, well, you can transition to the new ones, because, yeah, there's some new jazz pieces from, I, I know, two emerging composers. Josh Evans, a young trumpet player, fantastic piece he wrote. They took their commissions very seriously for the Amaskin Elaine, Arkansas. 
This piece is very sophisticated and complex. It, with great voicings, he handled the big band very well. A lot of transitions, and it's a, it's a sophisticated piece. And Dia Owens, fantastic bassist, wrote a piece for Ida B. Wells, who I know Brian is, is going to speak on. Uh, Ida B. was so for real about all the problems with lynching, and, and she, of course, was a, a younger person who was somewhat adversarial toward Frederick Douglass, but not in a, in a, in a respectful way. And he, he learned, he said he learned a lot from her and his encounters with her. And she stayed a, a, a gladiatorial about American freedoms and democracy for her entire life. Do you want to speak on that, Brian? Yeah, I just want to add that it's so appropriate that Winton and the orchestra are performing that piece kind of on the road, I think, for the first time in Chicago, because, of course, Ida B. Wells was forced out of Tennessee after being born in Mississippi because of her advocacy, because she challenged racial terror and violence and the abuse of black women and girls and black men. And uh, her offices were bombed, and she went to Chicago, and she continued her advocacy. So I think it's appropriate that this piece will be played in front of a live audience, uh, I think, for the first time in Chicago. And all of the new music in particular speaks to this continuing struggle, the Elaine Massacre is not well known to a lot of Americans, but it was a horrific time of mass lynching and violence against black people in the Delta who were just trying to stand up for their rights. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were subjected to all kinds of violence. And the complexity of all of those issues is reflected in the music, but so is the strength and the struggle and the power and the yearning for justice, which, you know, which Winton was talking about. And I'm really excited that people are going to hear these pieces. Let's talk more about your role, Brian, because you're going to be narrating throughout the concert, and you're even going to join the orchestra on the piano for two of the selections, right? Well, that's right. And uh, Winton is one of the most generous people I know, uh, and, and that he is, uh, he is uh, tolerating that. But being with the orchestra, they're just unbelievably skilled musicians. But more than that, there's there's kind of a, a real history that surrounds everything you know, that the jazz orchestra does, and certainly Winton's career has been really orbiting this kind of need to educate people. And I'm really thrilled to just contribute to that in any way I can. I feel like he's been trying to teach not just musicians and artists this connection to history and struggle, but the whole world. And, you know, you listen to Blood in the Fields, Blood on the Fields, or All Rise. Uh, you know, he did from the uh, plantation to the penitentiary years before people had actually focused on the challenges of our criminal legal system. And so I'm really honored um, to be with him and the orchestra to just provide some context for the incredible pieces that the audience will hear. And to sit down uh, to play with them, even for a little bit, is, you know, like a dream come true. It's, it's yeah. uh, you know, for somebody like me, it, it doesn't get any better than that. And so I'm greatly honored by that opportunity. Yeah, this show sounds in- incredible. Winton, is there a particular piece that you're excited about? Well, I want to say that Brian, he's being too humble. So I want to, I want to say that I'm from, he, he came, we were in the hall a few years ago. And he came to we, we had my dressing room, which has a piano in it. And he started playing, man, I love this song from John Coltrane, you know, uh, and, and he, all the changes. And he is very sophisticated in his playing. He comes out that church tradition. And I want to say that I have, uh, for years, just backstage, I always meet people who say, yeah, I used to play trumpet or I used to do this or now I stopped playing. And I think it is so, uh, I feel like we need to have more connection between accomplished professionals who play music 
in the in the understanding that the music is something we all share and can share. So yeah. when Brian stands up there, just the courage that he has to play with us, because it's difficult to go from speaking with the type of virtuosity and depth and intelligence and specificity that he deals with very complex subjects, then to leave in that same thing and go play music, which is in another orbit of thought. But he does such a fantastic job and plays with so much taste and elegance. And I know he's sneakily practicing this whole time. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's fantastic for us. I, I really, I'm really proud of the pieces my young people wrote. I think what India wrote and what Josh wrote. Because when you commission pieces, you never know what, what someone is going to do. And even as someone who's been commissioned, you do the best you can do, and you don't know how your piece is going to turn out necessarily. But I felt yeah. like they took their commission so seriously, did so much research on what they wanted to write, and they addressed Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's going to be enjoyable, you know, to, to, to hear what, what they did again. And we're looking forward to, to working with Brian. We all are such big, huge fans of his. And even greater when we, we're in his presence and hear how, how, how cogent and clear his thoughts are about subjects that are really, really more and more pressingly, they're more on us every day. We, we see yeah. what's going on out here in the world in general. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah. important to address these issues. Brian, you, you've said that the justice movements that have mattered in this country have been sustained by artists and uh, that there's a soundtrack to people doing justice work. Expand on that. Well, I just think it's hard to endure the humiliation and the degradation, the abuse of something like enslavement. We haven't really grappled with all of the anguish, all of the suffering that that institution created. And everybody around you is kind of denying your humanity. So you have to find your own way to hold on to your humanity. And rhythm and song was key to the survival of enslaved people. And the spirituals that came out of that era have such enduring power that we sing them today. And after emancipation, when people were promised all of these freedoms, but were denied them and were threatened with violence and lynching and terrorism, you know, to cope with that promise being crushed, there had to be art, there had to be music, there had to be hope. And I think the blues and jazz gave voice to that. And it created a space for people again to hold on uh, to their humanity. Throughout the civil rights era, people sang. And we end the program with the great anthem, We Shall Overcome, because you can't understand that struggle, that march toward freedom, the Mm -hmm. courage that it took to kind of get out there in front of people you knew were going to beat and batter and bloody you. Uh, And so, yes, there is this kind of inexorable link between music and arts and the struggle for justice. And it's just exciting when talented musicians like the Lincoln Center Jazz Orchestra and Winton try to find ways to express that, to make that real and visible. And that's what excites me about these performances is that we get to talk about this connection in ways that hopefully people can see and feel and touch and hear. And you'll have a conversation after the concert too, right, Brian? Uh, any chance I get to talk to Wynton Marsalis is fun and exciting <laughs> for me. I think, uh, and so yes, we'll get to do that. And how uh, I feel about him? <laughs> can I just say that your relationship is so delightful to to listen to, and 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 just it's, it's just great. I, I love you. Have man. such respect I mean, I, for each other. It's I, it clear. For a long time, I didn't to him. I was always looking at what he did. And, I mean, you know, I just I have so much respect for him, and I just I'm I'm honored to be up there up there with him to be and in in our orchestra feels the same way. It's just was true. Yeah, well, it's completely mutual. 
Well, Winton, what do you hope folks take away from the event? I hope they know what, what EJI is and go down to see the museum and uh, be a part of, be a, realize that what, what Brian's ultimate message is, we're all a part of this. And it, we have to act on what we would like to see to create the world we want to see. And, you know, we have longstanding fans. We've been in the, in the Symphony Center for many, many years. We consider it a second home. There's a lot of friends. We just want people to be uplifted as we are when we hear them speak and when we learn about our history and understand that we're going on a long road. And this is we, we have to tend to our section of that road. You also have a performance on Friday that celebrates your music. So looking back on your life and your career, what would you say you're most proud of? Just the, the, my father and like the whole division, the kind of hope that we, we gave them about that we would continue to play the music and strive for the highest levels. Not just him, a lot of old jazz musicians of all the races, too, not just black musicians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I talked to many of the white musicians who were gone now, like Jerry Mulligan was a mentor of mine. We used to, used to book my set at Ravinia, which is in Chicago. And they all had aspirations for our country and for our music. So if I could say I'm proud of something, it's just that the, how we all came together in the orchestra and we did things that they, that they were proud of. And we, the ones that have passed on, we sent them on right with a feeling of, okay, this music is not just going to evaporate yeah. or fade away. Well, Brian, I'll ask you what I asked Winton. Your hopes for what people walk away with from the event this weekend? Well, I, I hope they'll walk away appreciating that when you hear this great music, when you reflect on the extraordinary artists that have created this music, you'll connect to not just what you hear, but to the yearnings they had for a better world, for a more just world. There's a justice deficit in this country. We all have an opportunity uh, to do something about that. And I really do hope people will leave and be inspired to find new ways to engage in, you know, what this music is all about, which is creating a world where every person's humanity and dignity can be affirmed and respected, where we can sit with one another and hear great music and enjoy it, knowing that we will all be treated fairly and uh, appropriately when we leave. And, uh, you know, and that's, that's the vision, I think, that has inspired so many before, and it's certainly what inspires me. If you like this conversation with Winton and Brian, then I want to tell you about an online event with me tomorrow night that you can join from the comfort of your own home. Reset is celebrating the best of Black Chicago music, the albums and artists that help shape you as a person and Chicago as a city. It's tomorrow at 6 p.m. and you'll hear from folks like Ayana Contreras of Vocalo, radio legend Richard Steele, hip-hop artist Rhymefest, and instrumentalist Namdi all talking about their favorite Black musical albums and artists. But who are yours? Share it on our voicemail at 888-915-9945. That's 888-915-9945. And you can register for the free event at wbez.org slash events. Seriously, do it right now. It takes less than a minute. And then come join me for a night of celebrating some of the best of Black Chicago music. Now that's it for today's Reset. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll meet again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. 
the WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.